0: and welcome back to the Career Launch System podcast brought to you by Air Reinhardt Bay Realtors. Today, I'm sitting here with broker owner Badger Beal, and we're going to talk about the non-linear aspect of selling real estate.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Right. So, Badger, let's start by... What's the difference between linear and nonlinear?
1: Yeah. So this is kind of something we talk about in the company and it's, I don't think it's talked about many places. The linear aspect of real estate, that might be a good place to start. So the linear aspect or what I call the linear aspect of real estate is the technical business piece of the business, which is, okay, you, you have a relationship with a buyer client and you take them through the process to buy a house, find a house, purchase agreement, take them through the closing process. And you have a settlement or closing date, and they get the keys to their new house. Seller gets their closing proceeds, and everybody goes on their merry way. And that's really what this business is about. So you got the buyer side of that, and then so that's linear. It's pretty straightforward. There's timeframes. There's contracts. There's there are technical things in there. There's skills and techniques all around that. They're teammates. Uh, huge collaboration to take that to the finish line with lenders and bank, you know, lenders and title insurance companies and home inspectors and lots of different players for different transactions. And then a similar thing for the selling side of the business. So the, the linear piece of that would be we have a Client that wants to sell their home or property, they hire us. We have a listing agreement signed, market it, go through that process, get an accepted purchase agreement, and then have a settlement or closing. And then everybody gets money at the end of the day and everybody goes on with their business and that would be what i would say the linear aspect of it so it's the nuts and bolts of the business it's critically important to be skilled in that and there there's it's just an endless education in that arena and it's very very important and we live in that a lot of the time and probably too much of the time we're in that and so not to belittle that because it's critically important it's what we do it's what we get paid for the nonlinear aspect of the of the business is a concept. Maybe I coined this or I picked it up somewhere along the way. I don't quite recall, but it stemmed from a concept that Dr. Fred Gross shared with me years ago, and it was he has a concept called the four Marketplaces. And the first marketplace is what's sitting on your chair, what you have control of your hopes, dreams, aspirations, what's inside of you. So that is really different from the linear aspect of real estate. So it really comes out of the first, Dr. Fred's first marketplace, which is your soul, what's on your chair, what's inside of you. And so that was his first marketplace. Second marketplace with, with Dr. Fred was skills, dialogues, and techniques. So are things you can go to school for, you can get training, you can practice, you build teams, you, you do all the businessy kind of things. And that's the second marketplace. The third marketplace in this, uh, the third marketplace are things you have no control over, such as interest rates, COVID pandemics, um, floods, (laughs) yeah, tornadoes, wars. Anyhow, things you know things like that that you absolutely have no control over. And so that's a third marketplace. and then the fourth marketplace is gets a little way esoteric here, but it's really tied in with a nonlinear aspect of real estate, which is karmic destiny. And it's kind of weird, but it's basically, and we'll get into this I uh, think Kelly in our outline here. <laughs> Uh, alignment with who we truly are as human beings and as as souls. And so the non-linear aspect of real estate to me really focuses on what's sitting on our chair. What do we see when we look in the mirror? What do we control there? And then also, are we in alignment with who we truly are? We'll get into that in a little bit. But so where I personally (laughs) love to hang out in and fascinated with and i'm constantly trying to work on it with some success here and there and then lots of failure here and there <laughs> is the nonlinear marketplace and to me it's the big game changer in real estate and it more than anything ties in with the culture of our company and the conversations we have in our hallways and you know the, uh, the human connection we have with ourselves and then that bleeds out Yeah, that's a bad word, but that uh, (laughs) flows out onto our clients and into all of our relationships. So the nonlinear aspect is really what goes on inside of our hearts and souls and minds all the time. And how do we bring that to our business? That's a good way to say that. Yes. I've never said that before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's a good way to put it. So we were talking earlier about, you know, who our audience is. And obviously, you know, this whole podcast is kind of geared towards newer agents to the industry, individuals who might be pivoting from other positions or even agents that exist in our industry, but maybe at other companies that are just looking for that something different, feel like something's missing. And one thing I had mentioned was when I think of nonlinear, I think of the effort that people put in and all the work that has to be done and making sure that it's all in balance. Yeah. So maybe you can kind of head that way and and kind of offer some advice to to keep yourself in balance so that you're not a designing a career that you're going to hate one day and b, you know, isolating family friends, coworkers, colleagues.
1: Yeah. It's everybody does it differently. And I'm an expert at the way I did it and Just because I'm an expert in that doesn't mean it was right. (laughs) I did a lot of things incorrectly. So I was really good at a lot of incorrect stuff. What the typical, we've talked about this, the arc of a career, Mm -hmm. right? And when you're starting out, you're in the five businesses of real estate. Generally speaking, it's for sale by owners, expired listings, open houses, floor time, because the state makes us do it it. And it's a good thing. And also your sphere of influence and you're. Busting your butt, you're working a lot of hours, and there you you have to have some of those engines going, and not all, but at least a few of the five businesses of real estate, whether it be open houses, you're doing all the floor time you can get your hands on, you're calling on expired listings, which are a precious commodity right now because everything's really selling, Mm -hmm. or for sale by owners, you know, and or really getting into the flow, which we call it with your sphere of influence. So you're going a lot to get your career off the ground so everybody's heard the analogy of a airplane or a jet taking off you're at 100 throttle until you're up to altitude and that's like your career to get your career started you're working a lot to get off the ground you're just exerting a lot of energy mm-hmm. and it's mental en- energy energy is physical energy and You finally get up to altitude, and then you can back off to like 70% of energy. So you back the throttle off, and then you can maintain altitude for extended periods of time. And then eventually, though, you got to come down and rest. Right. You know, so you have to, you know, have to back off the throttle even more and then coast down to land, refuel, rest. So with the new agents, And a lot of existing agents, they're just on the gerbil wheel. And I've been that gerbil. And I was on a fast wheel. And sometimes you just can't see any way off of it to go rest. And really, you're a gerbil on a wheel drinking from a crack pellet bottle right next to you because (laughs) you're getting dopamine hits with all the stimulation going on from cell phones and drama in the office, outside the office, family distractions. And what happens is you get really successful if you do it right and you created a monster that you can't escape. And so what we want to do here with the nonlinear aspect is one, be aware of that. And then two, build your business from the ground up, knowing that that can happen and maintain some type of balance. And that usually involves being very skilled in the non-linear aspect of real estate, which is managing your energy in that it's a really broad topic and I could talk about it for days probably, (laughs) but it's really working smarter, not harder, maintaining balance throughout that process, giving yourself orders and restrictions around some activities, managing your media. So not just like social media type stuff, but your telephone, your email. You're, you you know which telephone you you got an office phone you got a cell phone you you may or may not have an office phone anymore but also you have social media stuff going on you have real estate apps that are going on you have buyers and sellers and how do you manage that whole dynamic and not be a divorced alcoholic
0: <laughs> right and exactly
1: it's 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 hard if you are successful you you can create a monster that is very difficult to manage. So we kind of help try to coach people into in the beginning to hey be aware of this, you're doing an, an amazing job, but we want you to be aware of this is what's going on. Be aware and here are some ideas for you to think about to start playing around with the non-linear aspect of real estate which is you as a human being as a person and not a realtor and they're hard to separate. If we lose sight of the the person your business starts. You start manifesting. Uh, what do I want to say? You start manifesting catastrophes in your life, right? And there, that's a whole another issue there too. Yeah. So
0: I think one of the things that we throw around here a lot, and I think falls right into this, is we you you often talk about non-negotiables, and I think establishing them early is important. And I think for most new agents, and I would say a fair amount of existing agents. This idea is foreign, so what 's a non negotiable
1: yeah non negotiable are just things that no matter what, these are my core values and core priorities as well i guess that 's probably a good way to put it so there 's core values, which is you know how we were I tell people act the way your parents raised you you 're probably going to be just fine right, right. don 't overthink this business let 's simplify it. How can we boil it down to something really? elementary, right? And so the core values, but also then it's your, what was I going to say, core commitments, I guess, yeah. are, or or yeah. non-negotiables. For me, as an example, I guess probably the best way is was my family, right? So my wife, first of all, I should be my number one relationship. My belief is this, that I should be my number one relationship with myself and be connected to me. And then if I'm connected to me, I can better be there for my wife, and my wife's job is to be connected to her so then we can get together and be connected as a um, couple and then we're present for our children we had, my, my wife and i had two kids now they're growing and out of the house <laughs> and fortunately they're they're doing well and that's great. But my non-negotiables, you know, the biggest one was my family, right? right? Was my wife and my kids. And I, I'd messed up stuff, but I did pretty well as well. Yeah. So I mean,
0: you had two kids very active in sports and yeah. yeah. And I mean, and even myself growing up knowing just the importance of having your support system there for you. So yeah. being able to say like, My kid plays soccer every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, so I'm not showing a house from 10 a.m. to noon because I'm going to a soccer game. can be a non-negotiable that can free up your life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then if it's a non-negotiable and you want to have, as an example, a soccer game, if that's a non-negotiable, which it was for me, then I have to strategically have systems in place to help my clients when I'm not available, and that's embracing teamwork because I can't be there 24 seven. I can be there a lot, but sometimes I had to be in Detroit. My wife was in Grand Rapids with one of the other kids or vice versa. And so, you know, so I think that all families and human beings go through that, but what are your non-negotiables? They And they change over time. Right. And so, but that's part of the non-linear aspect of real estate. You have to manage you have to manage your life, not just your career, because we can we allow them to really get probably a lot more intertwined than they should be or need to be. Mm-hmm. And there's language around that. There's mindsets and philosophies around that. And a lot of it is just having the courage to start believing some of that right. and going forward. So
0: Right. and And kind of talking about, you know, your time mm-hmm. management and dealing how to handle interruptions, how to prioritize your day. You know, things that you feel that you lose sight of every day, maybe prioritize them to the morning so that you can get them taken <laughs> yeah. care of.
1: Yeah. So that reminds me, Kelly, of, you know, we have downtime interruptions, uh, time management, managing interruptions when we're busy and when we're slow. So really, it's an, it goes back to the concept of an ideal day, yep. ideal day, ideal week, ideal month, ideal year. And if you don't plan your year, somebody else is going to plan it for you. I heard exactly. that somewhere years ago. I think it's from Bob Bolin. I don't think it's, that phrase has been around forever. But if you don't plan your time, somebody's going to plan it for you. And then you're managing interruptions. And then if you're successful and you're really managing interruptions well, you change because the perception of you in your office, you know, if you have an office and is that, hey, I went through this, hey, Badger's not the same old guy anymore because he's not at the pub as much or he can't join us at the picnic or whatever. And it's because I had my non-negotiables and I was managing my time because it was a business. Mm -hmm. And so I was still the same person, but I was very structured. I, I did miss some stuff, but it really wasn't personal stuff. I'm sure I missed personal stuff. <laughs> I mean, I know I did. But when you get busy and you get focused and you're managing that time, lots of times you're, you're exposing other people as to what they're not doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, so, and, they're, you know, and everybody's different with that. And everybody doesn't want to do business the way I did it. But we want to have the awareness so you can craft it in a way that you're comfortable with. And everybody's different. And you got to drink your own Kool-Aid. But right. We'll share, share, share. But we want people to do their own thing and have the freedom to do their own thing. So, yeah, we're getting, you know, and then Kelly, that gets into chaos and alignment. Right. I'll let you, where Where was your brain with that or my brain, I guess. <laughs>
0: okay, I have, do you want me to decipher where your brain was going?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, please do. Um, I can't do it.
0: No, we we actually, we were talking about this even in terms of this podcast. Uh, The last time we came in here to record, there was a lot of will graciously call chaos going on in that morning. And I came into it and was just felt like my hair was on fire. And so then when we tried to like turn the page and start doing the podcast, I was kind of in a rough place and you had to kind of pull me out of it before we got into actually recording. And today I felt like we, we started in a much better place. We had a great conversation before this, you know, a little emotional and a little all over, but it was, it was good. And, but it put us in the right frame of mind to do this. And it just goes to show that on a daily basis, what's going on around you is going to affect everything you do and how you do it. So why don't you talk a little bit about what it's like to be in chaos or what it's like to be in alignment.
1: Yeah. And I think all of us have examples of it in our own lives at some level, no matter how old you are, it just share my own examples. So if say I'm busy in real estate or I'm trying to build a career and I have this business plan that I've crafted for myself and I want to do this and I have all sorts of craziness going on in my personal life. I could have health issues. I could be going through a divorce. I could be have a major conflict in my family or one of my loved ones could have health issues. If your personal life is like really whacked and in chaos at whatever level it is, it it could be physical. It could just be emotional stuff you're going through. We just had uh, a gentleman in our office, a father passed away. Business gets really hard in those times, mm-hmm. and so that's chaotic, and And we all have those times. Some people, and excuse my language with this, but ch- sometimes we choose to live in that stuff, mm-hmm. and we perpetuate it, and then we create our own vicious storm that sometimes it's just candidly it's hard to escape. That's chaos, and we get caught up in it or can And I certainly have had those times, (laughs) a lot of them. And then there's times where you're in alignment, where everything at home is pretty good. You know, I'm really connected with my loved ones. I'm balanced. I'm rested. And when you're in alignment, business is easier. Dr. Fred's fourth marketplace was Karmic Destiny. And when you get near that or play around in that area, business just comes in the door. And so what he taught, and I've experienced in doses and it's not like I lived in this spa because I, I have lived in it, but not for, uh, for short periods of time is... You're just in alignment with who you are. You know, generally, you're taking care of yourself. Your personal integrity is high, and that's a huge one. There's balance at home and in your relationships, and everything just kind of lines up, and business is easy. People want to be in your presence. You go on a listing or a buyer appointment, and everything's just easy and effortless. You're connecting with your clients, and that is alignment, and that's truly the nonlinear aspect of real estate. And that is the highest level of it. If we can get there as human beings and as agents, just being aware of it and then say, wow, everything was just, I just had this great day. It was easy. We had talk about Jim, Jim had yeah, staff meeting the other day. That. Yeah. So I wasn't there Kelly, but why don't you talk about how Jim and from your perspective Jim was in total alignment.
0: Yeah. Jim led staff meeting here in Bay City and I thought it went really well. They had a really great conversation. A lot everybody was chiming in, everybody had something to say, everybody was laughing. Just things were going really well and it was all really valuable information and I think everybody saw the value in what was going on. And it was interesting to see that whole day everyone's attitude was just far more positive and it almost And I've seen this in in my time here, you know, prior working with agents, it's like when things are going good and and things are like in that that you decisions get easier to make something that on a bad day when maybe you left the house and you got in a fight with your wife and you come into the office and now an agent calls you because there's an issue with an inspection and you get dug in and you're like, oh, you know, and you're trying to fight with it versus a day when you come in and everything's going really good. You're like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. We'll we'll figure it out. That can be the difference, you know, and I've seen agents do that. I've seen agents be, I've seen you be incredibly gracious and give away commission, you know, to solve a problem. And, but there's times that you wouldn't have done that. If you would have been in a, 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 came in from a different angle, came in from a worse mood, came in not in alignment and more in chaos, you would have dug in and it would have became a bigger issue. And so I feel like if you are more aligned with yourself, then you're making better decisions. And that's what I saw that day.
1: Yeah. So back to Jim though, Jim was just like humming, right? He was like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but he was, he was in his element sharing and leading.
0: Yes. And, and Jim's natural at that. And sometimes he, he gets away from it a little bit, but when, yeah, when he gets on, when he's on, he is on. And the biggest thing I noticed is Jim is one of those guys who is a hard worker. He puts in his time, probably puts in more time than he needs to. And the biggest thing I noticed of that day was I was still here in the office and it was like three o'clock and Jim walked up front and he was just like, okay, cool. I'm taking off. And that's just not Jim, you know, but he felt good and he felt positive and he got everything that he needed to get done, done. And then he felt that Liberty to say, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home and see my wife going to go see my son. I'm going to go walk in the woods or go, you know, take my, take my personal time. instead of sitting in my office with a, you know, pen to the paper, trying to figure out a problem or sort something out.
1: Was Jim and Jim? It was effortless, right? He, you didn't see any strain in no, Jim. No, not at all. It was just like natural, like a fish in water. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's the non-linear aspect of real estate. When we get into those zones where we operate in our unique ability. Right. Uh, we just had a workshop yesterday, uh, an intro to the concept of unique ability. And that's a strategic coach slash Dan Sullivan concept, which we talk about a lot, which is trying to be who we are and we're all different. And we all have unique gifts and talents. And the more time we can spend in that space where we are really humming, then life is just easier. And and Jim was in that spot from what I'm hearing from you. And and I talked to Jim later on and shared with him your comments. And and he, he was just like in this calm space.
0: And I think it's it's interesting, like you say, you know, he was just swimming and swimming along well. And I think the cool part about it was as we left staff meeting, it wasn't Jim just swimming, everybody was swimming. It was a school of fish going with him. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Way, he man. he got everybody in alignment and everybody yeah. was just positive and had a great day and it was a great atmosphere in here. And so when you can get yourself in alignment, it can be infectious to other people.
1: Yeah. And you and I are going through that right now right. on some other levels. And and it's a little scary because it's like, holy smokes, this is powerful stuff. And we're just tapping the tip of the iceberg with it. And we need to probably wrap this one up, yeah. but I'm going to just close it out by saying the nonlinear aspect of real estate to me, if I have the courage to say it, is being connected to your soul, who you truly are. And we're all different. And being aware of that and how do we play into that and then how do we steer away from stuff that really isn't congruent with who we are as human beings whether it be skill level or goals dreams and aspirations why am I selling real estate why do you want to get into real estate right because it, it's it's not easy and yeah. you can do well and you have freedom and we think we're pretty good at all that stuff but it's not without it, its ups and downs for sure. So anyhow, nonlinear aspect of real estate is where I'd love to spend a lot of time. Like I'd just soon live there. But I feel like it, that's one of our weird. core
0: values of our company. I mean, here's my recruiting ploy for anyone listening out there but it's like like badger said when he was talking about him and his wife if he's if he's better connected with himself self it allows him to be better connected with his wife it's the same thing in this office if you're better connected with yourself you're better connected with your teammates around here and those are the people we want we want people who are willing to be better connected to themselves and are open to that journey are vulnerable to that experience because it gets us all swimming in the upward direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, great. We'll leave it at that. And then we, it's, everybody's more powerful
0: right, together. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And we have safer conversations. And yep. Anyhow, hey, Cal, that's great. All right.
0: So that's it for us now. Stay tuned for our next episode coming up here in a week. Until then, if you're interested in a career in real estate, or if you're looking to maybe switch offices, feel free to reach out to us on our website, which is arhousebay.com. Go ahead and go on the careers tab. You'll find tons of information there. Our other podcasts that we've put out, some great video series that we've done recently, and then contact information for Jim, Badger, and Melissa. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to them. They're always open to conversations and all of our conversations are confidential. So Badger, until next time. Thanks, Kelly. See ya.